Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writers' room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This This is is Poog. Poog. Today's topic, loosely speaking, the fact that we both went to Juilliard. Hey, I feel like I'm more of a listener today for the first time in my life. I usually can't listen. Are you on Adderall? No. You know me so well that you are assuming I'm on Adderall because I'm leaning back in my chair. My knee is rocking back and forth and I'm listening. I don't know because I, I, I know you you have said in the past that when on Adderall, you steamroll. I'm sore. So I was just curious. I guess I was just curious or what kind of listening I was in for. I actually haven't taken an Adderall pill in months, not out of trying to abstain, yeah. but just it hasn't been in my my mood to... um beyond cocaine you drive yourself into that, <laughs> that i find that sp- adderall the stronger adderall than cocaine actually yeah i've never done cocaine but i don't recommend it <laughs> yeah i've never thought it would be good for me obviously i would love the high i would love no, of the course. high it's just you can't do it anymore wait it's like are you out of your mind i mean 
You have to give it up. One of the great cocaine addicts. I really could have been. You really, it would have been good on you. I would have soared. I'd be so much farther than I am today. Um, I mean, politically, you just can't do it anymore. You know, people, these people screaming about socialism at their parties and then doing cocaine. It's just completely insane. So you cannot partake. Not to reveal ignorance, but what exactly is the connection you're suggesting politically between? Well, what's the? See, no, I love how, in yeah. an effort for you to not reveal your ignorance. You are now setting me up to reveal my profound ignorance, which is that I watched Cartel Land once, right? Basically, right. which I, if anyone wants to dabble in cocaine, watch Cartel Land, and you'll see that the, mm. you know, horrific violence um, that's inextricably trade. linked. Yes, and I um, see, I see the to, the, to the human toll. Yeah, it makes right. it hard to think about like enjoying a bump, you know, while we you're soar on rhetoric here, though. I, I, you know, to be clear, rhetoric yeah. is the wind beneath our wings, right? Rhetoric is all we have. All we have is kind of the thrust, as our friend John Early says, co- cadence over content. Okay, and yeah. <laughs> I, I think we, you know, we dip back and forth between the two. Okay, but we must. So, see, my mother, for example, was raising questions about certain things I've said on Poog, you know, almost going, well, it wasn't this, it was actually this, that sort of thing. Well, actually, mm. last year, I did put the presence out earlier than oh. blah, 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 blah. And I've had to explain, mother, as an, uh, someone who struggles with being addicted to nuance at all costs, at the cost of boring others while I try to get it dead right, I have to, at times, aim for some kind of statement that is a statement such as my mother never blah 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 <laughs> to communicate at all so even if it's not folks. factually accurate i mean i'm not one of these don't let facts get in the way of a good story people i, I do like for the facts to pull on you embellish or your we're gonna belief. die one day embellish i don't yeah. care add a detail tell me <laughs> like who cares entertain at all costs entertain at all costs and of course i'm not endorsing pathological lying <laughs> and i used to dip into some deep lying I was an d- right. absolute liar as a child and I, they were benevolent lies, but I, but I would become pathologically, I would begin to believe them myself. Like I'll just say mm. quickly, but they're so mundane in this devastating way. I'm an only child and I lied about having an older brother and I went to school and my friend Kimmy, a dear friend of mine, um, this was in the seventh grade. She came over to my house for a play date and she said something about, oh, like, where's your brother? And I was like, I don't have a brother. And she was like, mm. I forgot about the lie. And she was like, you told me you had an older brother named Adam. And I was like, caught in the lie. So that was, that's devastating. Did you ever ask your parents about any failed pregnancies? AKA Shockingly, maybe Adam no. was real. Maybe Adam no. was real. Oh, Dark, wow. Right? No, 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 no. He's not. He's not. But there was an urge for an Adam. There was an urge for mm. brethren, for protection, for the idea of somebody teaching me how to, you know, ride a bicycle perhaps. And then I lied also about having a black Labrador dog wow. named Shadow. And then one time, and this is a real memory, somebody came over to the house and brought an adult, brought a toy for Shadow. The adult had to know Shadow wasn't real. So this adult was trying to somehow support my phantom dog, right? Kind of support the narrative. It wasn't real, right? It wasn't like they showed up, there was no No. Shadow. I just remember the dog. I remember the dog toy and being like, (gasps) and then kind of being confused and being like, see, Shadow is real. And um, Mm. and I lied lied about being Curly Sue, that that was me. Let's take a minute with that because this is a six minute chuckle for me. 
Okay. <laughs> you lied about being Curly Sue, about having been Curly Sue. And I believe played it. Curly Sue. Now, when did you. Well, in my mind, I was like Curly Sue's age. And I was like, well, that might as well be me. So that's very what, good. For those, <laughs> for those who don't know, Curly Sue was, a, was an early 90s film, perhaps even late 80s. That I haven't seen in ages, but the star is, you guessed it. She's got curly brown locks, much like myself. I think it's Jim Belushi and Andy McDowell. Is it not? I would look it up, but who cares? And uh, yeah, I just really believed that that was me. And so I told some folks. (laughs) I think that's one of your gifts, okay? I think you are able to manifest realities, okay, through a slippery relation to the truth. (laughs) (gasps) Writing it down, writing it down. Yeah. (laughs) Many of us could benefit from it. Or don't need to. It's a podcast, but yeah. Well, like, let me give an example. You had a quote somewhere on one of your materials at some point, right? That said, like, something like you're David Lynch's favorite comedian. (laughs) You're you're bad. That's not true. I have to stop you. It's that... This is so funny. Dan St. Germain, a stand-up comedian back in New York where, you know, pounding the mic. Dan St. Germain once said that my stand-up or something was like, if David Lynch did stand-up, that's what you're thinking. No, no, no. Indeed. I wanted to create a lie. And by the way, you told me, because here's what I'm saying. I I don't think I ever seeing some version of it somewhere. Okay. That may have been even like you said it on stage as a joke or something. It could be. Okay. Yeah. But. I thought I saw it somewhere specifically, like maybe someone quoted, misquoted. Okay. But I saw it because I then reached out and said, is this quote from David Lynch real? Like, cause I was like, Oh, I was racked with jealousy. Of course. Of course. Can okay? you imagine? So, so there was like, there was that. And then, Oh no. And then I'm forgetting another one. Nurse Jackie. Oh, that's right. I used to have fake credits cause I had no <laughs> credits. So I'd have people be like, you know, her from nurse Jackie, Kate Berlant. And it's great. Cause like people go, Oh, and that was just kind of it's just fun. No, we we you know comedians. <laughs> it was see always their Nurse Jackie credits. for me. It was always Nurse Jackie. No, yeah. right, and it's perfect. And it, 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 everyone's it like because everyone else's credits is like he's got a Comedy Central whatever. Yes. Da, da, da. Yes. And so that was mine. I just want to say that I wanted to spread a lie, and I was even considering really kind of starting to spread it. I was going <laughs> to spread a lie that I went to Juilliard because I was like that actually. I think if you if people thought That's I went to Juilliard view. for acting. I would never say that. No, I guess I was considering like, what if just I started telling people to kind okay, of this is start slipping that into conversation. Because then I, I did, did go to go, Juilliard. Because I did go to Juilliard. Okay, see, I know you're lying. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, but here's the thing. Here's I know you too. I was silent with the excitement, okay? Because currently, and I had to take it out for space and I, then I had to put it back in because I missed it too bad. Currently in my uh, profile, okay, on Instagram. I don't say I went to Juilliard, but I do have a quote that's meaningful to me from Save the Last Dance, okay, that I think is both hilarious and whatever, which is, do you want Juilliard? Oh my God, I've never noticed that. That's in your Instagram bio? Yes. (laughs) Okay, dash Save the Last Dance. I assume it's there unless I made room to promote something, okay? Because, yeah, it's not there right now. Fuck, okay? It was there literally a week ago, okay? And it's going back in. It's going back in, whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah, everything about Juilliard, Juilliard is 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 the catnip to my ego in a way that the devastation of not having gone to Juilliard. I mean, you, you talk about there being no no language for exercise in the home growing up. I feel like no one raised the possibility of Juilliard generally to me, <laughs> you know. Like I just truly thought it was something others found their way to. And I don't even know what I would have gone for. You know what I'm realizing? I'll just say that part of my lying, my mother um, tells a story about how she lied. My mom has a self-consciousness of having not gone to college. 
and she was at some party, some dinner party, and the topic of Harvard came up, and someone was like, "Who went to Harvard?" Maybe it was like a, it was some kind of like gala or something, or like there was like someone in the microphone and people at tables, and my mom raised her hand. And just like to kind of gain the power of like, I went to Harvard, right? <laughs> and people kind of looked at her like, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. And then a friend that knows her goes, you didn't go to Harvard. And she was like, she was like, I went for two years. I left. See, that's the gift. You have that gift. That lie, that secondary lie, the the defense lie. I heard you in that so hardcore. The um, I went for two years. I left. That is like, that's like a you lie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's very, it's very good. It's, it makes sense. I don't know. I just, I hear you in that. It's like wild. No, I'm realizing, oh, that's totally my mother's influence. Because how dare you tell me I didn't go to Juilliard? Who the hell do you think you are? (laughs) And all that me going to Juilliard really means to you is me saying I went to Juilliard. This is huge. And I think this is huge. So I did go to Juilliard. I did. Totally. (laughs) No, no, as did I. That's why I was trying to claim it earlier. I was trying to, because I felt, I felt that it was very clear that there was a benefit to doing this, okay, psychologically. And so I said, well, you know, I did go to Juilliard. That was me dropping right into it. Yes, of course, yes. you shut me down instantly. Apologies. <laughs> and I understand, yeah. that, you know. Um, but no, we went to Juilliard. Um, Harvard, though, can be a curse where it becomes, uh, you ha- there if someone has gone to Harvard, right, that causes me. To ask myself, do I think they, like, uh, do I think they are up to the snuff of what I believe Harvard is? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so if someone's gone to Harvard, that causes Ew. me to pose a question of how smart do I think they are? Right. Are they matching up to Harvard? Are they below? Are they absolutely above? So, like, I have a friend who went to Harvard who I regularly, anytime she does something genius, I'm like, Harvard. Okay. Going Obviously to Harvard. That she got so over the top. Okay. Not that she got the genius there, of course, right? But I got that's the Harvard. Okay. There, there it is. That's the, the essence in you that was Harvard bound. (laughs) It came from the start. (laughs) And then there's other people who I find out go to Harvard. I never forget it because I go, they're a fool and an asshole. I do not see how they slipped inherited wealth. I mean, that's because at this point, if you're going to Harvard, if you're still, you know, dining at the table of the ivy league like it's so antiquated we've already now we know college is like essentially useless in a ponzi scheme like unless you know yes of course for the friendships and be exposed to new ideas but also do that in your apartment with your friends or like download a goddamn syllabus like it's a it's just you know more and more and it's really great that college should be like kneecapped right and it's unaffordable and there's no protection in the knees is that what you mean hitting the knees yeah like like a mob term (laughs) i think so the the, the ease with which you said yeah it's got to be kneecapped it's like wait (laughs) i know you think it was like yeah so you know college should be yeah you know revealed for what it kind of truly is or kind of what what it uh, allegedly promises has been revealed to be a lie you know, so we know that now. And so having like wearing the Harvard sweatshirt in this world now is so strange. Like I'm obviously yeah. not actually saying that it's like wearing like a swastika, but there's something about <laughs> it that feels like there's something about, yeah. because we also know that that system is like deeply like Completely. racist and like, yeah. like so fucked up and corrupt. And so it's like, you're holding on with a white knuckle grip yes. to, to these symbols that have been kind yeah. of stripped of their power. And so but they still hold power. So totally like if I were to walk around in a Yale sweatshirt, <laughs> but I w- it does make me kind of scream with power. 
in a certain way. No, right. Can you use the symbol? I'm actually, just, I'm going to yeah. buy a Juilliard sweatshirt. I just realized. I'm so like absolutely okay. racing. Okay. I'm absolutely racing. Because I think if I start lying about going to Juilliard and then someone calls me on it, I'll just go, hmm, I haven't actually decided yet. <laughs> No, 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 no. But you, I, I, I agree. I, 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 okay. I flew forward with this. Okay. Because in my mind, so, so someone goes, you know, I know you didn't go to Juilliard. Okay. And I scream out, of course, you don't know shit about me first. I say, yeah. like I just, in yeah, a general yeah. sense, even yeah. to a good friend. Right. Um, I go, what, well, what does that mean to you? Right. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I, I, yeah. I investigate their it ideas says more about them. around Juilliard. Okay. So it's, it's like, it's like, or you know what I got? You didn't go to Juilliard, and I go, you did. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Okay, you no, because it's actually I'm going. You did, I did, we all did. Okay, yeah, if we yeah. want to. For me, <laughs> you know the the fantasy, the fantasy of Juilliard, and I, I you know, is young prodigy. That's that's what it's about for me. Mm. I've always yearned to be a young prodigy. For me, it's the sex, sex, it's sex like... behind that, behind the um. Uh, Juilliard, it's so nineties. Well, also, it's what's that other dance movie? Um, I'm looking up Juilliard um, sweatshirt. Uh, New York, it's it's not ABT, but it's like ABT. It's called something else. Ugh, it's the ballerinas. Sorry, I'm scoffing at the ju- the contemporary Juilliard font, but continue. Sorry, but I will be buying no, the sweatshirt. I want to see it. I want to see it. It's heinous. It's like it's like Helvetica's uncle. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's a bad one. It's like, go for the classic. Go for the, like... They're trying to modernize with a sans-serif kind of, it's like, like, yeah, give me the give font, me serif. The font doesn't have this, but the font is communicating as if the sweatshirt said Juilliard, period. Of course. <laughs> like, that's, like, like that, which is no, so... No, I, I get that. Ugh. And Juilliard, period, to me, is, like, is like it's, like, Juilliard. Need I say more? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like here, I'm gonna have to go to eBay to buy good ass Juilliard. Yes. Yeah, here's a vintage well, 90s what? Juilliard sweatshirt, size XL, fifty dollars, free shipping. But it's XL. I know you don't wear XL. I love an XL. No, I so, love a big one. So I'll expect a package delivered quite soon. I'm racing because I'm afraid. I'm. This is the race of eBay. Are you gonna catch it before I do? Hold on. Oh, okay, vintage. <laughs> Shopping with a friend. I'm watching Hell. it. Vintage. I should hope so. Vintage Juilliard. <laughs> sweatshirt do you recall shopping with a friend like what's that <laughs> not, it's not that a film like or a, movie. a book shopping with a friend as being a movie <laughs> wait this doesn't make sense oh you know what well here's a big question did you spell juilliard right i'm pretty sure i did okay? i did you know about the i in the first part of the word I, honey i learned the hard way <laughs> but i know now but yeah to be like the shame of a well-rounded liberal arts education you know like I was ashamed before I went into it and I was ashamed after, but, but the seduction of well-roundedness. Yeah. Um, well, I just want to say there's Juilliard sweatshirt that's in the font of like the Woody Allen Manhattan movie. Like that's how I recognize it, recognize right. it with like the buildings as the letters, but something about that. No, that's not it. it. That's like they were, they were trying to be cute, but it's XL, which I, I like a big sweatshirt, but send it to me. Okay. I'm buying it now. Don't buy it now. Okay. Send it to me. Can you just give me what your search term was, okay? Because I'm going to outbid you because I'm not cheap like you. <laughs> I'm spinning the okay. offer. All right, I think you get the idea. And I think you have sense from the tone of my voice. It's time to go to ad. Can I rant for a sec? Please. 
Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. News freaks, we're back in the podcast. So I'm, I am regularly seduced. Uh, Kate, have you put in your order yet? Because your eyes yes. are cast downward. Sorry, you know, give me one second. As if not to the heavens, but to <laughs> hell itself, <laughs> aka the phone. <laughs> what if you perceived everyone looking down at their phone? Okay, you chose to like choose to perceive that not as them looking down at their phone, but them staring down at hell. Well, it's really interesting. Like across the table, like they're like their eyes, they can't cast away from. Well, the by the demon. way, they are look. They are looking towards hell because they're looking towards social media. And we got to make a note. We have to do a social media addiction episode. I know it's one of your big concerns. One of my big I know. concerns of life. <laughs> well, and it is. It, it's relevant here, but I I do want to briefly um, talk about uh, my the, Juilliard led me to um, young prodigyism. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It, seduces me it has time and again oh do i love a movie or you know a show about a young genius okay i was not 
uh, called a young genius. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I yearn for it. <laughs> that surprises me, honestly. People thought I was dumb because I said like a lot. Right. Misogyny. Yeah. And um, and so I have a chip on my shoulder. I have a classic chip on my shoulder where I go, that guy, he's talking like, I could can, I can tell he, he thinks I'm some kind of idiot. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a literal chip on the shoulder, you know? It's, it's ugly. It's ugly to... Okay, are you still doing your order? Because I'm seeing I'm not. Like, my hands the are up here. Moving. Okay? My hands are up here. They're under my. They're actually under my. They're, I swear to God, there's not a device in my hand. No, I um, I, I'm sorry. I'm a little quiet here because I'm actually thinking like, wow, I've actually never longed to be a chi- child genius. I was treated as one as being like as we've as we've covered on Poog. I couldn't do math. I was exempt from math my senior year because I was holding down the whole class. But I was also. We've talked about it, but never talked about it. And we're going to talk about it today. Early education. Yes. I want to say quickly, the problem of being an overly charming child, which I'm afraid yes. I was, of course, that I was able to charm. I'm having this flashback. My math teacher to let me show home videos of myself during class. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember that. As a child? That, that I was like, I mean, I say child. It was like, you know, the eighth Teen? grade, ninth grade. Right. Yeah. And no, okay, I, okay. and I, I know I'm not fabricating this memory. I have to reach out to a friend. I just remember being like showing home videos of myself being funny when I'm little and the whole class loving it. And that was like totally allowed. <laughs> now the memories of the whole class loving it. The whole <laughs> that class might be a fabrication. Which is hysterical, right? Well, there's also something about, there's nothing more embarrassing and we all fall into this trap. It's particularly hard when you see attractive, hot actresses posting photos of themselves as little children. Right? Okay. okay. I have so, I'm so excited right now. It's okay? hard. Yeah. I, the posting of the picture of oneself in one's youth. Which I have fallen prey to. I have. Of course. I have, and as have I. Okay. Profound narcissism. Right. Profound. Profound. Calcified. Calcified. Terminal narcissism. Artif- it, that is artifact of narcissism. It is narcissism is most extreme because what's so ugly about it. Okay. And so sad. <laughs> it's a belief that one's current present image is meaningful enough. Okay. Meaningful enough and important to people that they could only, okay, be fascinated to see the evolution and that which led to. That which led to that which you know and love currently. (laughs) It's like showing your work. It's like, let me show my work. Like that's see, exactly what we got here. And it's all, well, this is, this is a big problem with documentary. Okay. Okay. So home videos are also similar to celebrity. Okay. Home videos, videos of you as a child or videos of you puttering around the kitchen, whatever. Any of the birthday candles. Okay. Any of that, any of that, even, even sort of current day, whatever. You better be dying or you better be the former first lady. Okay. Because I've spent time thinking about this when I'm watching documentary footage of someone <laughs> and deciding whether or not it is deeply self-indulgent, mm-hmm. you know, or oh, whether it has meaning. Have we not covered, is this a poop thing or just something I've screamed about because I yeah. hate in documentaries when they show the subject, the, the old Super 8 footage of the, <laughs> of the person puttering around the, the yard with a hose as a baby. And I'm like, I don't care like it's like we're here because they murdered 18 people i don't want like i'm not like but they were a baby once it's like oh you know we know that. about a criminal for example i guess that's what i'm thinking okay, but even that there's inherent meaning in seeing a criminal as a baby or like i don't need to see a photo of joe biden as a four-year-old to be like to, to, to think him actually i guess there is something and this is why we continue to repost the baby photos because there is something <laughs> about looking at the photo of the baby 
arrested in time and the knowledge yes. that then it became Joe Biden or whatever. It's like, it's like, little did they know. Right. And it, and it, it floods us with these images of the banal everyday occurrences that happen to celebrities. It's like, I too aged. Like, that's what's so yes. weird about it. It's like celebrity stars, being like, they're just like us. Is it stars? They're just like us. Yeah. I too have aged. I too was a child. And it's, you know, we know as if they're acknowledging how they have achieved this level that's so beyond the imagination right. because of their fame <laughs> that to see them as a child would would shock us because Completely. we need them to have always been, you know, Kim Basinger or to, have, to have transcended, <laughs> to have transcended yeah. that. And then you look for it in the, um, well, well, the endless, you know, see what the stars looked like in high school. I mean, the classic was like, I know, you know, you know, Nicole They're barely Kidman, recognizable too. It doesn't you know, even work. Nicole Kidman, she was considered awkward because she was a six foot tall model. You know, that yeah. whole like thing, like the kind of like they were nerdy and kept themselves, whatever. But like looking at the yearbook photo of the star, right? It's like you stare at them and you try to see inevitability, right? You try to exactly. you try to find inevitability for them, the and then you look at yourself and ask, <laughs> yeah, "Is there inevitability yeah, of greatness totally. in you?" That's well, amazing. You know Wait, two things, two things. Okay, documentary. I need to explain First Lady. Don't let me forget. I'm sorry, and I, I interrupted down. you. Classically, okay. Classically, I love and support introduction. I mean, interruption as. I the means of Jewish conversational style. And I know, but to others not raised with that style, it appears as harm. It is rapport establishment to to interrupt and to disagree, uh, to point out inconsistencies, et cetera, et cetera. These are ways of showing engagement, you know, and we do it freely here. And, and, and the joy that's evidenced, I mean, maybe people think we're extremely evolved for not being offended by, you know, um, I've tried to take that approach in my personal life and I see that it does read as harm. <laughs> it does read as not right. listening and <laughs> narcissism as much no, as I, it's, but it's there contextual. are certain, you, John, there, there are some people that I can engage in that kind of conversational flow with. Anyway, continue. So wait, but to return to the narcissism issue, okay. The, the, the photos of oneself, the, the footage. So I'll be watching something and, and deciding whether it's self-indulgent and, what, so for me, I've watched documentaries where someone is dying. Okay. Um, or of course, I mean, here's, here's an even simpler example. Someone is dead, right? <laughs> then footage of their life is now content footage of their life now has meaning, right? Them right. puttering around the kitchen. Okay. Says something to us <laughs> about the nature of existence. Okay. Yeah. Former first lady. Okay. I say, cause I, it's sort of a people that we hold as bigger than life, right? For whatever reason, it does fascinate us and, and seems reasonable. Okay. I guess that's what I'm saying. I guess I'm saying the, the baby pick of the celebrity I support because it does interest me, right? For that reason, right? Mm -hmm. the, the important person, these, these things. Um, but when you, but the, the other thing is Joe Biden, he, how could he have been a baby? I was a baby. Oh, now I can vote for him because he too was a baby. <laughs> but what that reminds me of, okay, and this is a, the, I, and this may have to get cut if it doesn't come out right, okay, if it sours into, into harm, into listener harm. <laughs> okay, if it oxidizes as it falls out of my mouth, okay? Okay, but this is one of my notions, okay? Okay, is, okay, are you ready? Why are we so obsessed or addicted or why do we take such pleasure in before and after photos? Okay. <laughs> okay. This is huge. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? So let's just take, and this is the ugly example, and I may do a different example after, whatever, but wait. Okay. <laughs> of wait. course. The classic now, before and after. And, and my favorite before and after, you know, they would do different iterations of this in The Biggest Loser, a show that I, you know, adored. Um, 
the classic was because I always think of this as the the the, Volvo, the experience the Volvo undergoes with the curtain of the hymen. Okay, which is they used to do this thing where they would have a poster, a full full size poster of the person before going on the show. And then okay. in the finale, they, so they'd have that out there. And then they entered the stage by bursting through the photo of themselves. <laughs> of course, of course. Classic. And landing yes. on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was great. They also did Everyday things where they made them run show. with their previous weight on. Okay. Like a, like a fat suit of their previous weight. They made them like Whoa. run in it, whatever. Okay. So I'm, I, I love nothing more than to look at a before and after photo, you know, of, of almost anything. But let's say whatever, an advertisement for a weight loss product. Okay, wrinkles, whatever the fuck it mm-hmm. is. But let's just take weight. Look. Let's let's go do weight. It's not. You're looking at before and after picture. Something in you, your brain is lighting up. Okay, something in you is excited and enjoys it and wants another. Let me swipe through. I'm always disappointed when there aren't many before and after. I want as many as I can, right? And there's an experience of delight, excitement, and wonder. Okay, now. Let's say it's, look, after a year of exercise and and diet, I lost 100 pounds. See the picture on the left. See the picture on the right. Mm-hmm. The wonder, and this is what's ugly, the wonder, the disbelief, the excitement is not the fact that they lost the weight, okay, or the fact that this diet and exercise caused them to lose the weight. The wonder, as your eyes pass back and forth between left <laughs> and right, is... How can those be the same person? I was going to say. How can those be the same soul? How is it possible that that go-getter is the same as that lazy slob? <laughs> okay. Okay. And that's that's the, the utter darkness. I believe that something on that you are judged. You are inability to separate the soul from the body. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is why there's wonder and you stare and you go, that's the same person, the same person, same soul, same soul, same soul. And you become deeply aware of your own prejudices around these these things. It's also just the need to like want to look at ugly photos of other people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chris always said like everyone watches American Idol to see like the bad, uh, you know, look at this poor loser thinks they can sing. And I was like. I don't watch it for that reason. I watch it because I, I love to see like he who didn't, you know, think he could ever make it, make it. Yeah. The body. Sorry, I'm a little distracted because I'm still on that body, the soul, because we've talked about that. And that's, um, was it Plato? Sorry. You know, I had this. It was, it was like, oh, the beautiful soul creates the beautiful person. Right. Right. And it's just or, not the, fair. Right. Right. But it's like it is so hard. We cannot. There used to be this like the platonic idea that like. The, sh- the 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 physical person is actually a representation of the inner world. Wait, do you mean the old school idea that like if you had warts, it was because your soul what like you yeah were yeah of course which is like right. yeah you mean the ugly by the way emotion. we still talk about wellness talk about poog there still is this obsession with the vessel as an expression of the interior world. So if you are having pimples, if you are having bloating, if you are having these things. There is, first of all, something wrong. Right. And that it's an indication of some moral failing while you've been gorging yourself on dairy and wine, you hog. Right. Or you're stressed or you're not in the right career. If you were in the right career, it would express itself on your skin. I remember when Carrie Bradshaw didn't want to get married and that's why she broke out out in a wedding dress. Okay. It's similar. I think it should be a right. I think everyone should have someone rip a wedding dress off their back at some point. Just as a performance. Yeah, Didn't you be- always want to get married in a blood-drenched uh, wedding dress or something? No. Did I imagine this? Or was no, that me? you imagine that. that. 
But I think that might be you. I always think it's so chic to get married in black. Well, maybe it was, yeah, it was in part that, um, like, that you wouldn't wear a white dress symbolizing no. virginity. I mean, I would, no, I don't think I could ever wear a, a maybe not like a white, or, uh, or like, I don't think I could do it. But then being too alternative, being like, she wore red. You know, or something. It's like you're screwed either way. I know we've talked about this in the past. No, but it's like, there, it's 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 a it's the invented choice. It's the this optic mm-hmm. of like there is a choice. It's like no, you're damned. Like you either have to right. adhere completely to the tradition, and any de- deviation from that is yes. like there's no. It, it's the false choice. It's the forced false choice. Either way, you're inscribed right. in that system. You're not going to escape exactly. the horrifying institution just because you wore red. By rejecting it, you pronounce it. By by rejecting it, yes. you you acknowledge it. Right. Yes. So, so, you know, and in your right. attempt to so heels are present, the idea of heels is, is more present, not on a woman wearing heels, but, but on a woman wearing Converse <laughs> under the wedding dress. Oh, that's so brilliant. Flats, flats. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, an attempt flat, to yeah, escape yeah. The heel flat is never heels. more present and, and, and tri- like and big, right? It's, it's filling the room because <laughs> because it's an idea. Shoe or flat? Yeah, the shoe, the flat takes up more psychological space. Right, twenty four square inches of space in the room. Yeah, heels, heels are filling the minds of all. <laughs> They're going oh, to the moon wow. and back. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> gently leading you out, lifting you out, and dunking you into the ads for a fresh swim. <laughs> Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. You like those ads we're back so young genius there's something about and again we're not really talking generally in this episode about this but i'm haunted by the presence of a certain book that i think anyone listening who might be pregnant or in the process of becoming pregnant might hear about called the better baby book what yes and i'm not kidding you and it's a very it's like a very lauded current book Ew. and it's all about like sure you could have a good baby but what about having a better baby no i'm I'm actually no i want to like in shock (laughs) yes yes and it's all about also this putting all the pressure on on the woman woman. if you you if you're not eating this amount of zucchini and this amount flaxseed whatever your shitty baby yeah isn't gonna go to juilliard yeah or whatever yeah or like by the way as though some kind of perfect pregnancy in which you're eating anything this smoothie and those nutrients as if that's not going to lead to a fucking asshole kid right. who maybe does horrible harm or is just quite frankly not too bright, which is the horrifying reality of reproduction, right? Is that sometimes you just have a kid. It doesn't mean you don't love them, but they grow into a massive disappointment. <laughs> and and that's and that's the reality that people can't contend with in romantic relationships with child with children. It's like you have to recognize that these bonds are still powerful and psychedelically intense at times, but it doesn't mean you don't look at the person, the child, the person that you love and go, Oh God, like that's, that's okay. Right. And it's this, this idea of like the, of the child. And that's when we get into kind of narcissism or right. The idea of the child is a projection of the parents. The idea of the partner is a projection of you, or it's like, Again, this is all kind of half-baked thinking here, but even if you have so the Better Baby book, and again, I almost know, I know almost nothing about it, yeah. but this idea of of engineering this better baby than the babies that have no, come well, before, it's, it's, you know, like the the classic, like I don't know, Twilight Zone, whatever, like you know, they're in the guys in heaven, it's 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 great, it's great, it's great, then it's boring, and it's oh wait, actually, it's hell, right? It, and, and and this is the <laughs> you know. You know, doesn't anything ever change around here? Whatever. Like, you know, like, and, and we talked about this last week with wellness about yearning for rapture, et cetera, et cetera, over, you know, the, the, the placid wellness image sounds like hell. Yeah. Yeah. Like the house is clean. (laughs) Well, I've had, okay. Thus, (laughs) the perfect baby, you know, whatever the hell that means is closer to hell than the imperfect baby. (laughs) Because the imperfect baby has at least something tangible to work on in our tangible world. Okay. 
right. the, the baby who has transcended all of the human feelings. Humanity. Okay, is ba- yeah, basically yeah. ready to ascend. Okay. <laughs> At birth. What hell? Yeah. Okay. What, what true hell? Like, no, absolutely. And like the. Oh, and deals. Remind me about. Okay. So like deals. Deal hunting. Okay. Okay. Hunting for deals, et cetera. Chasing deals. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is something, you know, I enjoy. Okay. And. Yeah. I enjoy hunting deals and um, and I've had moments where that which you seek is given, okay? And you experience a <laughs> profound meaninglessness, okay? So, so for example, um, you finally find a store, let's just say, where everything that you've wanted is there and it's cheap. Okay, let's just say it's a oh. vintage store out in the middle of nowhere where they don't know what the <laughs> what it's worth or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And everything yeah. you want is there and it's affordable. Okay. It is it is it is like pushing up against the door, banging on a door, banging on a door, banging on a door, and someone opens the door and you tumble down, you fall down right into it because you've been pushing against it for so long and now what? Right? Yeah. This this image comes yeah. up for me a lot, but it <laughs> but the perfect wow. baby. I mean, good luck. First, what of does all. it even look like? You're kicking the you're kicking the problem further down the line, okay? Because because all you're doing is moving the goalpost, okay? Because here's here's the thing. So so you're angry that you're not a poly uh, linguist, okay? You're angry that you know all these things that you were robbed of, right? And then mm-hmm. you, you you create your perfect nutrient baby or whatever, right? Out of you know feeding it the right nutrients, so you have the vessel that's ready to receive. And then you start pumping it full of knowledge. You teach it all the languages, okay? And you get you give that baby everything you wish you had in you by you know by five five years old, right? And and so you think you've done it, but not the baby still Rude. is here with wants. So so now what does the baby yeah. have? The baby speaks five languages and feels alienated from its one language peers. Exactly. Okay. And now its life becomes about alienation. You're just kicking the suffering, the suffering down the line. And it's all yeah, it's all this this very human need to avoid pain and suffering. But it's like good luck. You can be the the, the and again not taking into account the way this like exceptionalism is like damaging right. or something but just like it doesn't matter you're still th- that baby still might not be funny probably won't be well the baby itself though even the baby itself okay the nurturing is the violence right so as someone who is over nurtured i can tell as you the parent yeah. presses as, as the parent presses nutrients <laughs> into the baby okay let's just as a visual <laughs> press push 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 okay the baby looks up and sees the, the maniacal, the pressing on them, pressing the on mania, them. the mania the in the eyes, the desperation. Totally, in the totally. Eye. So you have just displaced lack of nutrient, you know, or or bad nutrition. You've displaced it with with the pushing of your exactly. own manic desire and of a perfect child. And I, I'll I'll take the thus possibly I'll take the oxidants or whatever. I'll take the bad. I'll take the bad nutrition. Also, therefore, potentially erasing who that person might actually be or it's like what you're actually doing by those like right. the well my baby listens to beethoven and we're teaching it four languages yeah you're potentially erasing a much better person through this like rigorous application of these skills yes and i just want to say that yes. there used to be an infomercial called my baby can read did you ever see these on on the on the on the television wait, wait it was what a there was commercial? an infomercial that used to haunt me right. and it was called my baby or your baby can read mm. and there were these commercials and there were straight up babies in high chairs being like in their baby voices reading and being like you know the cat jumped over <laughs> the fucking dog or whatever and everyone's freaking out and they have these huge flashcards. <laughs> i have to look it up an audience full of people are clapping and applauding and it's like 
So the baby learns to read. Right. And then what? Also, what even is that? I mean, don't get me started on parrots. And like, it's like, what is language? (laughs) Like, how does it all? I don't know. Well, I don't even know how to get into that. Oh, but like, well, a parent, your baby, speaking, I mean, what, what's the meaning? Is how? it real? Are they thinking? We never want to talk about it. How? Parrots talking is something that I'll never get over. And it's just like, I saw a parent recently that was like, hey, how are you? And it was just like, what? Like, I'll never not be stunned by the parrot talking. And I don't understand I how we're supposed once. to just I'm go, sorry. parents can talk. Okay. What? No, no, I'd like a full episode on that. But I will <laughs> I will give one joke that I heard from a taxi driver that I thought was very funny. Okay. Okay. Because he dropped me off at the comedy club. You know, he had a joke. Mm, okay. And it's related to it. a parrot. Okay. I've probably told it to you before. It's the one time I've heard a street joke and enjoyed it. All right. You ready? It's it's as simple as this. A guy walks by by a a pet shop. There's a parrot in the window. Sorry, it's a woman. It's a woman who walks by. (laughs) (laughs) And it's essential because you'll see the gendered issues of of, of ugliness and attractiveness. (laughs) The stakes are higher with a woman, of course. Okay. 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 Walks by the parrot says, You're ugly. Okay. The woman's horrified. (laughs) Okay. She's walking to work the next day, walks past the the, the, the the pet shop. This new parrot, okay, goes, you're ugly. Okay. She goes, this, this is unacceptable. Goes into the pet shop. Okay. Says, you got to do something about this. This, this parrot's calling me ugly. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. Leaves, whatever. They go, okay, okay. All right. I'll talk. I'll talk to him. Okay. And then uh, okay, elaborating ever so slightly. Okay. But, but anyway, third day, walks by, looks at the parrot. Okay. And the parrot looks at her and says, you know. Oh, <laughs> brutal. It's funny, right? I love it. <sighs> I love it. And it's very profound. <laughs> I think so. I think so too, because, because ultimately it's, oh, right. It's, it's, um, the problem is in, is in the woman, right? The problem's not in the parrot, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the parrot has, has, uh, affirmed. I mean, it's the woman's fear is the problem. The woman walking into the store to have the parrot you know, corrected, right? Reveals her profound insecurity. So the, you know, it doesn't even just mean, you know, you know what I'm thinking. Okay. It's profound. It's profound. It's one of the few street wow. jokes as they, as they say. I want to, I but love language parrots. You have, oh, right, right. Babies who can read, right? I'm literally looking up the better baby book just because I just, I can't imagine if being pregnant that the pressure of that to like construct this perfect person is just like. No, that's got to be absolutely av- abandoned. Here's what it's actually called. The Better Baby Book. How to have a healthier, smarter, no. happier baby. Yeah, right. Good luck. The bitch. very moment you bought that book is the moment it was over. And it's like, oh, the it's the very like, moment that book's on your and shelf. And it's a, the cover is this like white. Okay, this is this is it. A white, oh, you know, this white woman with, and this is the ultimate. Oh. This is the ultimate white fantasy. Brown hair, blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, wait. This is is the white fantasy because let me try to guess. Because the mystique of a white woman, she, I just, that thing of the brown haired, blue eyed woman. No, 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 I want to take this in. Okay, so this is a white, you're talking about white fantasy of a white woman with with brown hair and blue eyes. And blue eyes, something about that, yeah. Well, yes, because here's, uh, this was my first guess reading on to you, okay, what, assuming this was an original of yours, okay? Is is it you get the intellectualism of a brunette? Okay, you're not sullied. You're not sullied by blondness. Spread eagle position of a blonde. Of blondness. Yeah. Okay, you get and you get the blue, the exotic, and the beauty of a of a rare blue eye. Exactly. Okay, held in yes. the promise. Held. You know, it's a jewel inside of a book. Yes, correct. 
Correct. Because I feel like the blue eye on the blonde gets kind of swallowed by the blonde identity. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're exactly right. And so this woman on the on the cover posed in this really bizarre thing. She's smiling with this like garish kind of like slutty like oh no i got fucked and like she has this bowl (laughs) and by the way it's weird presumably she's drinking broth because there's there's a spoon in the air with nothing on it and she's cupping a white bowl so this like emptiness i mean there's wait she's holding a empty spoon above a a bowl of something she's spooning something into her mouth presumably but the spoon is empty visibly empty which is obviously clearly could the spoon be on the way down sign of things to come be on the way down (laughs) <laughs> you're a genius the spoon could be on the way down it could be on the way down but i just ha- but no nonetheless the way you read it is the way is half of how people will read it by the sure. way this woman looks 14 like how like hot women are supposed to still look like babies right so she almost looks like a little baby so it's like Ew. a pregnant baby being right. like eating, i can help you have something a better you don't have to baby. chew eating something yeah. you don't have to chew you know what I'm saying? Like she's spoon feeding herself. <gasps> it's like baby food. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to go quickly because I'm looking at the table of contents. Give me more. You are a co-creator. The better baby plan. Ew. And then such things as, you know, what not to eat. Terrifying. Um, but I'm also can't wait to see. <laughs> what if you and me did the better baby book while we were birthing, um, you know, creative projects like real sickos? Yeah. Wouldn't that be sick and twisted? <laughs> <sighs> wait. Oh, wait, what's the font like of the cover? Yeah, because I have a theory. I want you. You said earlier the font said Juilliard, period. I'm by the way, I'm not kidding. It's similar to the I mean, this is not an academic book. There's no way. So I would be astonished if they didn't if they had a um, had any serifs. What's a serif? It better not be anything approaching handwriting. No, no, it's not. Although you'd think you think I'm picturing a chalkboard with like chalk font, the better woman's journal. But it's but it's in a blue tone similar to the Juilliard sweatshirt from earlier, which is like kind of modern, kind of airy, kind of like a periwinkle headed towards aqua. Yeah, it's periwinkle. Millennial blue, a sort of yeah, sort yeah, of something like that. What what millennial pink is? Yeah. And by the way, you know what's humiliating? This idea of millennial pink. Okay, whatever, fine. There is a vast uh, discrepancy among the pinks that people are calling it. Even if you look online, if you search millennial pink, there's stuff from peach to freaking bubble gum. It's pathetic. Um, sorry, I'm getting distracted. I have to look away. I just saw. A, I just saw a um comment that said anti-vaccine otherwise great oh yeah you know this bitch is going to be See, like that's classic this, this this woman's going to be like i wouldn't do it for my better baby but if you want a less better baby you could consider getting vaccinated but ask your doctor and so there's a lot of non-better babies that are might die because my better right. baby were too scared of what this oh my god well, right it's anyway the, it's the ultimate my baby over your baby model it's ultimate better baby model book yeah and your baby my baby will be better yeah. than your baby my baby over- i mean well the classic things like a parent that believes their baby is exceptional is all you know is it's damaging so heartbreaking um get a grip oh my god i mean i can't imagine so the baby that's taught to read oh. okay before they even know what reading is then what what's being robbed from them is the desire to read completely the natural curiosity that should arise clawing towards they're gonna hate reading it's really sinister claw your way i mean i remember when i was pre-reading and why is your baby going to be better so that it gets a job like literally i'm sorry to interrupt but what is the what is the logical yeah yeah, it's like obviously the capitalist thing of like well my baby's going to invent an app yeah (laughs) 
So you're robbing them of the desire to read, and then you're robbing them of the satisfaction of life on Earth, which is clawing after desires, okay? <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. So, for example, you know, I was, no one gave me the baby program, and I remember having books in my room before I knew how to read, and I thought, I wonder how you read, okay? And I thought, <laughs> maybe reading, maybe sounding out words, what you're doing, maybe it's saying the letters really fast. Wow. So, like, if cat is C-A-T... So I'm looking at a word, I'm going, I know it's a C and A and a T. I go, I go, Sieti, Sieti. Again, I'm like, perhaps that word is Sieti. What's Sieti? Is that a word? Okay. So, so I'm like trying to figure it out on my own. And here we go, my fantasy of having you as my daughter. Right. And then the presence of, of the fantasy of me next to whatever your daughter would actually be, the secondary family, mm-hmm. your older brother, so to speak, and shadow. Yeah. Was it the shadow <laughs> your id displaced? Okay. Yeah, I know. Wait, but oh, robbing the baby of the desire, right? And and similarly, the young prodigy. I mean, for all of it, I love to claw. Okay, I love to claw my way to the top. I'm a striver to the end. So are you. You're a striver. We all are. That's huge. It's okay to be hungry. Yes. And it's okay to be a failure and to be a non-prodigy, of course. Thank you for listening. This was fun. This was a spirited conversation. I'm excited to see if I win the Juilliard sweatshirt. I did bid $30, so I assume it will be rejected cruelly. Imagine if you and I drive it up to $600 by morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love ya. And love you, the listener. Love you, the listeners. Keep posting. Thank you so much. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, Please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.